Hi, this is Robin. Uh, welcome back to my podcast. Uh, I have a microphone this time, so hopefully it's a bit better. Um, yeah, let's get started. Uh, so uh, this podcast, I'm, I wanted to talk a bit about like expressions we use um, that uh, have... <laughs> visualization in and I didn't even realize that I like continuously use them even though I can't visualize. It's just so funny. Um, I often say things like I picture it having um, a gold frame. Like I'll, I'll say I'll picture it even though like I don't actually see it in my head. So I shouldn't really use those words. I should say like well I've seen something with a gold frame, and it looked nice, I wonder if this would look nice like that. Like, I should phrase it differently? I don't really know. It's just so, like, ingrained into, like, the way people speak. Um, But now every time I always catch myself and I'm like, actually, wait a second, I don't actually visualize, so I shouldn't say that. Um, Anyways, uh, another thing, um, like, the expression seeing the big picture um never really like i guess i never really understood what that meant because i never see a big picture and like do people actually envision in their minds do they actually see something like do you see a project completed in your mind before you've completed it because I don't have that. I just have like, I'll have a checklist or something, but I don't have a picture in my mind of how it's going to be when it's done. Um, yeah. Uh, I mentioned before, like, stories don't really make me sick at the dinner table. Like, if someone tells me a really gross story, I'm not like, ugh. <laughs> I remember when I was in like, I don't know, grade two or three, um, it must have been grade two because I literally re- do not remember grade three at all. It's completely gone from my mind. Does anyone else have that? Like one grade that's just like gone. Um, it's weird. Anyways, in grade two, the teacher was telling us a story, I think, about how hot dogs are made. And I just thought it was really fascinating. Um... But I remember one girl was, like, so upset about it. Like, she she felt sick to her stomach, and she had to leave. And then she couldn't eat her lunch after. And now, like, I look back, and I'm like, man, if I could visualize what she was talking about, I totally understand why that would make me sick. Because if I saw that, like, when I watched documentaries about, like, um, oh, I don't know, there was the one, and you see all the chickens, and they're all... I don't know, the the actual visual, if you actually see something, it's completely different. Um, So when you don't have a visual, I can't picture, you know, pigs being chopped up in my mind. So when, when you hear your teacher talking about it, I don't know, it didn't bother me. But like then seeing like a Netflix documentary and actually seeing it, 
it's definitely more impactful for me because because I can't see it in my mind, I guess. I don't know. Does that make sense? That was kind of a rant, but... Um, yeah, so gross stories don't really bother me, but I do... Um, as I, I think I said this before, I get really wrapped up in, like, stories that have, like, emotional sides to it. Um, because I feel things really deeply, I think. I'm very, I'm a highly sensitive person. Um, but I don't think that that is an aphantasia characteristic. I think that's just, like, a person-to-person characteristic. Um, I'm very, very, uh, like, in tune with other people's emotions and, like, their vibrations and all that stuff. Um, I always have been. I, it's, it's hard sometimes, and I think that my son has it too, um, and he has trouble, like, um, yeah, like, when there's too many different people in a room with different energies and stuff, like, I feel like he really picks up on that, and it's hard for him. Uh, it's hard for me too sometimes. So, as a child, it's very difficult. Anyways, going way off topic there. Um, going back to Aphantasia, I wonder, these are, I just wrote, jotted down a bunch of things that, like, come into my mind about this. Um, I wonder, um, oh, I was going to say, um, my husband always tries to show me about the emotion thing. My husband always, like, will tell me, oh, you got to see this. And he'll show me, like, an Instagram video of, like, an athlete getting hurt, his leg being twisted and broken and stuff. And obviously this is on the internet, and, like, people, like, will watch it over and over again. But for me, I'm, like... I, I told my husband, I'm like, I don't actually like seeing those videos, so just don't show me, but he'll, like, watch it, or, like, show my my son, my oldest, um, and, and they're like, oh, oh, but for me, I'm like, I don't want to see it, because I kind of feel it, I hate that, I don't want to see it, but also, on the flip side of this, not really the flip side, but, like, if I'm watching a football game with my husband, and there's, like, an injury timeout, and then they, you know, like, guy gets off the field or something. I, like, I I need to know what happens to them afterwards. Like, I hate when they, like, just flip to commercial and, like, then move on. Like, someone's hurt. I just want to know if they're okay. Like, please, I need to know how they're feeling. Like, it's insane. Uh, and it's not about the game at all to me. It's about, like, how people feel. So, I'm, uh... I'm hyper into the emotion of, of stuff. And my husband isn't. And there's nothing wrong with that or with the way I am. I think that we kind of just need a balance of different ways of thinking and different ways of feeling in the world. So I think we're all kind of right, if that makes sense. Um, that was another ramble. Uh, another thing that I wonder about is with aphantasia is does hypnosis work on us? I don't know if it does on me. Um, I am really, I, lo- I love the idea of hypnosis and I totally believe it works on people. Completely, 100%, I, I believe. 
Um, I don't know if it works on me. I tried this like rapid hypnotherapy, um, past life regression therapy thing because, because I truly believe that it does work on people. Um, and I don't know if anything really worked on me. I feel like thoughts came to my mind. Like you're supposed to like count backwards and do all these things and then like memories will flood into your brain. Um, and I feel like I had thoughts that came into my brain, but I don't think like it, it was never, it felt so forced and not like it's the way I hear other people talk about it. It's not what happened with me. So I, I don't know if it worked. Like, yes, I had memories come up, thoughts of memories, but they weren't visual because I can't visualize. So I don't know. I want, I really do wonder. I'd love to see if, I'd love to go on one of those like hypno show, hypnotist shows and just see, like, just actually see if it were to work on me. Um, because I am a complete believer. So if it's about believing, I do believe, but I can't visualize. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. I also wondered once, um, and I asked this in a Facebook group, so I know the answer, but this is like where my brain goes. I was wondering if um, other people with aphantasia can do those like 3D wall puzzles. Um, and if you're listening to this and you're, you know, born after 1995, you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but there was these posters from the 90s that we had and and you would, they they were like pretty big and you put them up. And I think there was like books and stuff with these too, but you put it on your wall and you're supposed to like stare through the picture kind of thing and it would make um, something pop out. I don't actually know what it would make because I'd never, I've never once been able to do it. Like people are all like, oh, just, just like blur your eyes, just count for 30 seconds and cross your eyes and then uncross your eyes. Like people would tell me over and over again how to do this stupid 3D wall puzzles and I could never, ever, 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 never, ever, ever, never once do it. So I have no idea what they actually look like. But anyway, so in my head I was like, oh, maybe it's because I have aphantasia because there was some like um, research thing that came out and I don't really understand what it means. I'm, I don't know. Um, It talks about people with aphantasia and something about their pupils. Google it pupils aphantasia something will come up I don't really understand but then I was like well maybe my pupils aren't doing the right thing uh maybe that's why I can't do these 3d posters I don't know that's where my mind goes anyway so I asked in this aphantasia group and everyone was like yeah I see I see it and a bunch of people said what it said in the 3d thing and I'm like what the fuck are these people talking about um because they would, they said the line that was on there. I'm like, what does that mean? What are they saying? And then finally I realized, oh, that's what the 3D image says because I couldn't see it. Anyways, um, so people with aphantasia can, can do those 3D puzzles. I can't, I don't think my husband can either. So that's fun. Like, I wonder if that's why we fell in love because we both can't visualize and do 3D puzzles. It's like, I mean, that's a match made in heaven right there. Um, Okay, other things. I can't, like, design a room if I'm not in the room or if I don't have a picture of the room. 
with me. So like if I'm at Ikea and there's a couch that I want, I'm like, yeah, this would look great. And then I'm like, I actually can't, <laughs> I really don't know if it would look great. And then I like, if I pulled up a picture and kind of look at the couch and the thing, then I can figure it out. I love to like Photoshop, like I take a picture of my room and I'll like Photoshop the way I want it to look. Um, I guess that's what like interior designers use, but they, they don't probably use Photoshop. They use like some other program. Um, but that's what I kind of do when I'm trying to design a space or I like pin a bunch of stuff on Pinterest and then, um, steal things from there. Um, and I know that people who are visual do that too. So it's not just a aphantasia thing, but yeah, I have, I can't just like recall how a space looks. My boss was trying to get me to figure out what kind of desk we need for this space to add another employee. And I was like, I can't do it unless I'm in the space and I like really do the, need the measurements and stuff. I can't like imagine what two feet is in my mind. I have to like tape it out. That's what when we were renovating our kitchen, I had to like tape where the island would be because I could not like, uh, yeah, I can't picture the island. I can't, I have to like actually make the space and like walk around it and see how it feels. So I wonder if, other people feel the same way like that. Um, also, another thing, when I would, like, before I was married, um, before, like, when I was a kid, I never envisioned my future husband. I never, like, had a dream partner. Um, I definitely did, like, if I had a crush on a guy, I would, like, imagine what it would feel like to be, like, married to them. Or if, like, I was with a partner for a while, I would, like, imagine what it would feel like to, yeah, get married or, or, like, be in a marriage or, like, live with them if I wasn't living with them. Like, I would imagine that feeling. But imagining a feeling is not seeing a f seeing something play out. I, like, I would imagine conversations and just, like, the way things would make me feel. Yeah, I'm an emotion person. That's big for me. I'm very big on emotion and how, yeah, things would make me feel. So if I was like dating a guy and, and he was really like messy or whatever, I'd be like, well, how would I feel if he didn't clean up after himself? That's a bad example because like I'm, I'm the messy one in my relationship. So, um, that was just the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, yeah. Oh, another thing, like having flashback memories. I know I said this before, but like people with aphantasia are supposed to um, not suffer PTSD symptoms as much. And I feel like that's probably true. Um, I do feel, again, I'm emotional, right? I do feel the the emotion of things for a long time, I think. Maybe longer than other people. I don't know. Um, but I don't have flashback memories. But... Like, my daughter had an accident a couple of years ago, and that was fairly traumatic for me. And, uh, the object that, that the, um, the incident. Okay. Spoiler alert, this is gross. Earmuffs. For five seconds. Um, she put her hand in the food processor, her daughter turned the thing on, and she just cut the tip of her finger off. She was totally fine. Her finger's fine now. Boom. Um, 
that happened. But so when I got home and saw the food processor, actually, I think even before that, I knew what I was going to feel. I told my son to throw out the food processor. I couldn't, I knew I couldn't look at it because I knew I would feel that emotion every time I saw. I would feel that horror. I would feel that. And I would feel, I would hear the screams in my mind. And even though the screams wouldn't be their screams, they would be like me impersonating the screams of... Okay, so I got cut off there. Oh, now my kids are coming downstairs again. But I'm going to try to keep recording this. But my whole thing was, like, even though um, I don't have the flashbacks, I have the emotional flashbacks. And I do, I have auditory stuff (laughs) that comes in, even though it's not real sounds. It feels real in my head. Um... I have this memory of my dad when I was a kid. He took me to see Les Mis. Um, It was like one of my favorite musicals when I was a kid. And he took me to see it, and it was a really late night. And when we went to get our car, uh, the attendant wasn't there, and he had taken our keys. It was one of those, like, you drop your keys off. I don't think they have these anymore. Maybe they do. I don't know. You leave your key, and... um, I don't know if you pay at the end and get your key back, but the guy wasn't there. So there was some other guy trying to get his key off the loop, and I think he got it. Um, and then he walked away, and my dad was like, my dad's key wasn't like on a ring, I don't think, so he couldn't get it. And he was trying to like open the glass. And um, see, this is all like memory, like it's in my head, but I don't see any of it happening. Some of the details are like not great, but he opened it with his like the glass with the glass broke he cut his hand and then like we ran got in the car and then we saw police like in my head we saw police maybe we didn't and like who's in the wrong here the guy is gone my dad's keys are there he needs his keys to get home i don't know what he should have done in this situation um but it's not like he was stealing someone else's car but in my mind i was thinking holy shit we're we're running from the cops now um, and my dad didn't talk to me about it because he's not that kind of person. Um, and so, yeah, for years I thought we were running from the cops. Um, so that was a fairly traumatic thing for me. Um, but the memory of it is never a visual memory. It's just like how I felt so scared. I just felt so scared. And that scared feeling would come back every time I saw a cop car because I thought that they probably had a picture of us. I don't know, and we were, like, I honestly thought we'd probably be on the most wanted list. Like, this is what a six-year-old brain thinks, right? Um, And I just saw a musical that is basically, life is not fair, life is miserable, this, you know, so, anyways, not a good mindset to be in at six. But other than that, my childhood was, like, fairly trauma-free, so, um... That was a rant, totally not about aphantasia, but it's interesting how our memories work. Um, Another thing I think about is like how we store things in our brains. Um, I wonder like if there was an assessment that happened for kids when they're little, I mean, would it be beneficial for us to know this about our brains? Um, 
it's a hard thing because I feel like oftentimes when we learn things about our brains, learn if we're different than someone else, we might think that we're like, we might have that victim mentality. And I don't think that's a good thing to ever have. Like I, I'm trying to figure out what superpower I have because I don't have the ability to visualize and recall smells and tastes and stuff. Um, my husband, even though he also has aphantasia, his brain works so differently than mine in such a wonderful way too. Like such a way that I can appreciate because I don't like he's so, um, analytical and organized and efficient. And like, he's such a leader and he like knows he can solve problems so well. Um, where I'm like, I'm super, (laughs) I have so many ideas. It's ridiculous, but like, I don't know how to like, put my ideas into action like I don't I'm not good with the coming up the plan like the structure of stuff I'm just like ideas and creativity and like making things look nice and I'm very visual um and by visual I mean I like can create really beautiful visual stuff um I don't mean that I picture things and I also mean that I learn often by seeing something um, but that doesn't mean that that seeing something stays in my mind and <laughs> more on the learning visually. Um, I was trying to learn how to knit not too long ago and, um, I was trying to watch a video of someone knitting and I can't, I could not do like watching the video, um, seeing the person like head on I have to see it um like the camera as if it was looking at my own hands if that makes sense the words aren't really coming to me here but I have to watch it that way otherwise it wouldn't make sense to me it had to look what like like what I was doing um so yeah I wonder if other people can just like picture I don't know it's my brain like yeah. Also, like, maps are really hard for me, and, and they're not hard at all for my husband. Like, especially, like, if you're on Google Maps and you're trying to figure out where to go and the dot's moving, I, like, I'm, I have a really hard time looking at the streets moving around without, A, wanting to barf, and, and B, just, like, yeah, trying to understand where I am on a map. It's not, it's not easy for me. My brain does not work that way. But that's not an aphantasia thing because my husband's brain does work that way. He like can put things, it's, his brain is like so well organized. It's like this perfect computer system of like files that are like perfectly lined up and organized and color coded and like, and mine's like, <laughs> like a eccentric closet of like random shoes and scarves and, and jewelry and like nail polish and yeah, it, I don't know. So I, I think that being an aphantasia, being being someone who has aphantasia does not limit your creativity and it does not limit your um, ability to store information. I think that our brains are all kind of different. Um, but going back to the map thing, I was reading something about um, teachers making students like make visual maps in their head. Um, and I read something about someone uh, coming up with some sort of 
like rhyme or something to remember the provinces of Canada. Um, and when I was a kid, I that's how I remembered the provinces. I had the acronym BASMOC in my head. Um, and yeah, like I, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to label all the provinces correctly if I didn't have that acronym, I don't think. So it's British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec. And then I knew that the provinces, like Nova Scotia was the biggest one, New Brunswick was smaller, PEI is an island, so like obviously it's the island, and then St. John in Newfoundland um, was the other big islandy thing. So like I can do that. If you want me to name the states of America, Whew, there's no way. I, there's no way I would be able to, like, I don't think I would be able to name three. Unless, well, no, maybe I would be able to. I don't know. Um, but there's a lot of them, and that's hard. Uh, and without having that visual, like, memory, I don't know how you'd be able to do it. Um, so, to all the teachers in, in the USA, like, be easy on your kids who can't visualize because I could see that being very difficult. I don't know how many rhymes and acronyms you could come up with to memorize all the states. Um, yeah. For me, uh, like traveling, I always thought I had a really good sense of direction, probably because my mom always said I had a really good sense of direction. I think just because I'm better than my sister is, <laughs> but or maybe I'm better than she is, but the way I remember stuff was like by landmarks, but I'd have to like repeat seeing those landmarks several times for them to stick in my mind. Um, and I'd also like pair landmarks with words. Um, like I'd remember the words in my head with the landmark. So like if there was a sign, I'd remember the words of the sign. And then also that there was like a moose head on something. Um, but yeah, I have to like, see things kind of several times probably to remember um yeah i remember when like i we traveled from quebec home to ontario as a kid and uh i knew we were getting close to home when we got to appleby line that was a street on the highway and then i i knew which streets would come up next because it was like repeating in my mind the words um i feel like visual or not, maybe people do that, I'm not sure. Mm. Oh, another thing I was thinking about, um, and then I think this is it, this is my rambling for the day, is, okay, because I can only hear my own voice in my head and I am totally tone deaf, is that why I'm terrible at music? Okay, I love and appreciate music, and I feel like I can come up with tunes in my head, but I never understood how anyone could just, like, pick up an instrument and tune it themselves without an app, you know? <laughs> like, the only way I'm tuning something is if there's an app telling me if the note is right. But, like, some people... I don't know. Like, because I can't do this at all, I'm just assuming that some people can do this can hear the note in their head and then match the note? Is this what's happening? I don't know because I can't do that at all. 
So any musical people out there, I'd really be interested in hearing, like, do you hear the note in your head? Or or maybe it's because you're so pitch perfect you can hear yourself make the note in your head. I don't know, because my my head sounds are different than my actual voice. Oy, it's so confusing. Please explain it to me. It's weird. Um, anyway, so if there's any musical people out there, I'd love to hear from you how your brain works, how, um, if, if you can recall other people's songs in your head in your own voice, or if you only hear it, like, can you hear an actual song in your head with all the instruments and stuff? Because I can definitely not do that. I thought I could, but I had to really, really think about it, and I definitely can't. It's like, it's like just me trying to make a song in my head out of my own voice, I think. It's so hard to explain. So anyways, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that or any of the other things I talked about today. I know I kind of just went on a ramble, but um, yeah, these are just random things I wrote down that have been coming to my mind about aphantasia and uh, the way we think and remember things. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you have any uh, anything you want to talk to me about or share with me, please reach out. My email is rofocreative at gmail.com. That's R-O-F-O creative, like C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E, at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.